0: your brain might turn to putty but there's still a chance to learn we'll be your study buddies we're gonna talk about some stuff and make research cool
1: welcome back to another episode of study buddies the podcast that brings you the latest in science and psychology and sometimes more my name is paula sanchez-breu and my name is taylor collins What up? It's a Sometimes More episode today because
0: what are we doing, Taylor? We are passing notes, and we are actually passing notes today about gossip. So, like, we're gossiping
1: with each other about gossip. About gossip. Gossip. Oh, my God. Literally, this is what middle school is. It's like um, you go to middle school, and you're like, oh, my God, Taylor, so-and-so was talking about you the other day, and then you're like... Why are people talking about me? I think it's so stupid that people talk about other people like that's so messed up that people talk about other people
0: I can't believe Stacy was talking about other people Stacy is so stupid for talking about other people do you see the meta jokes here do you guys get it for it's some reason Stacy I was just gonna say anytime I'm like talking <laughs> shit or putting someone in there as being like a jerk the name Stacy comes and I know I'm supposed to be using Karen because it's 2021
1: but for some no. reason
0: Stacy like sits Stacy sits with me.
1: I also don't know anybody named St- Do you know anybody named Stacy? I really
0: don't. I don't. I don't know any Stacey's. Except yeah, I don't for know any Stacy's either. Except for um, you know the song Stacy's Mom who has it going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only Stacy I know.
1: Oh, I don't know if you know her though. Uh, well, I think you just heard her in a song. <laughs> I've heard of her a lot, so I
0: feel like I know her, you know. Her mom, I heard, has a lot of going on. Yeah, I mean, that is true. We've heard a lot of gossip about Stacy. Yeah, her dad goes on business trips that are pretty long. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard some stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Back to the study that we talked about last week. Taylor, why don't you give us the lowdown about what we chatted about last week? Yeah. So last week, Paula brought to us a study about gossip.
0: And essentially, here is me pulling from my brain the main points. But we kind of learned that gossip is good um, in the sense that it can help us be more collaborative and more social. And a lot of times the things that we do gossip about tend to be kind of neutral in content and not as negative as we think when we think of the word gossip. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you guys really want to learn more about it, which we highly recommend you do, please check out our last
1: episode and that will tie you right into where we are now. One thing that I do want to say that the study did show is that gossip plays a super key role in bringing people closer together and, like, has people form kind of similar opinions about each other. So that was something that I found to be super interesting and very exciting. And um, we'll probably talk about that today as well. Definitely. So basically, the people you gossip with, like,
0: like people think, like, my- Paula and I are the same person now, essentially,
1: because we gossip like all the time. people... Wait, what is that phrase? That's a phrase. I
0: couldn't get there. That's why I gave up on it.
1: (laughs) All right. This is a a call out to all you study buddies out there. Um, Like people. Like 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 people. Great minds think alike, but that's...
0: Great minds think alike. (laughs) But it's more
1: like go- Is that it? It's more
0: like gossip minds think alike.
1: Tell us, I just I would love if you could throw it in our Instagram DMs or into the comments. It just tell us all of the phrases about gossip being people liking each other that you can think of. Because Taylor and I have thought of two maybe. I don't really know, but there's more. I know there's more. There's gotta be more. XOXO Gossip Girls. XOSO Gossip Girl. XOSO Gossip Gossip Girl Squirrel. Girls. We we're going downhill fast. Let's jump into the day-to-data, which is a segment <laughs> where we look at how the data could influence our day-to-day on a personal, personal level. level. The day-to-data.
0: This study had me thinking, like, I, I almost get excited about some things that happen in my life that are, like, bonkers. Or sometimes if someone, like, offends me or does something crazy, <laughs> and, like... Like, obviously, like, I don't want to be offended or I don't want something crazy to happen to Mm -hmm. me. But sometimes, like, I just get excited because I know I get to, like, mm, take that juicy tidbit and, like, bring it to my conversations with my friends and have a whole thing about it. And, like, that is almost, like, I get more enjoyment out of that than I do, like, negativity from dealing with the situation.
1: I don't know what it is. Like, I do think that that's so true that there is something so tangibly, like, I literally get, like, giddy about talking about things and people with my friends and maybe it speaks to like the bonding mechanism that is gossiping and communication and like how much we can learn from like analyzing other people's actions but like I don't know what it is so unbelievably it's just that it's juicy it feels like you're full of like this like social energy when you have (laughs) that to talk about yeah, it's
0: tangible, and it makes me think it's almost like evolutionary. Like there's this thing it's that gotta like gotta be. It's like euphoric where you're just like, oh, yes. I'm so excited to be with, share with, do with, and it's like talking yeah. about some crazy thing. Whereas like yeah, like we could talk about like the weather, or, like day to day things, and that's fine too. But like having a mutual conversation about someone
1: or something else is like, oh, oh. it really is. It's like it's just a kind of oh, it's a special kind of gold, like. I always say this, like, with Dave, my partner, like, when we go out to, like, a party and then, like, we get in the car to go home. And I I, I, I think I always turn to him and I'm like, okay, are you ready to gossip about, like, what just happened at the party? Like, are we going to, (laughs) like, analyze everyone and, like, what they said and what they did and, like, what we think about it all? And it's never in malice. Like, it's never – it's just – I just find human behavior so interesting and it's so freaking fun to talk about. I think that's a huge point
0: too because I'm actually like a person who like I try to be mindful of like what energy I'm bringing to myself right. and to spaces and to my relationships. And yeah. like I don't want to fall for that trap of like my relationships being founded on like common enemy intimacy and not yes. really – like I, You know what I mean? But like – there could be something where you're talking about something that someone does, but it's not in a way that's putting them down,
1: but you're just like, absolutely,
0: like looking at how things interacted or how social things yes. happen. And you're just like, oh, like it's crazy that this happened or this happened, but not like this person is a so and so name for this and I hate them. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be
1: that. Yeah. I think that the kind, so like you mentioned common enemy intimacy. Can you tell me a little bit more about that in general? so essentially
0: there's this idea of like common enemy into intimacy but it's basically like when we say imagine yourself like in a new group of like 15 people for the first time and uh there's someone who like does something like kind of annoying you know we're all when you're with a new group you're all trying to get like social footing right you're trying to like Mm -hmm. find out who your people are you're looking around you're you're yeah checking everyone out well there's a, a way that we bond quickly which is to like Look at someone and put someone else down. So, like, I might say to Paula again, just not to bring up Stacy, but like Stacy, I might look at Paula and go, "Oh my god, I can't believe Stacy like keeps asking the same question. Like, we literally already answered this question. Why does she keep asking it?" And she'd be like, "I know," and her eyes would widen, and we would connect, and then we would kind of like laugh. And that's a that's common enemy intimacy, mm. and like that's something that we do so often. And I think yeah. it's out of our own insecurities and wanting to form a connection. And yep. Like, but the the issue with common enemy intimacy is that a lot of times it's not like a real, it's not really founded on it's like not a foundational
1: bond. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like on your relationships or, cause once you, once that enemy moves away, you guys actually realize like now you don't have anything in common because the only thing you had in common was putting someone else down. So I right. don't want my relationships to be centered around something that's really like negative or kind of like, yeah, empty or criti- just criticize.
1: Yeah. So this brings me to so my gossip journey started in probably middle school when I started to notice that gossip was a thing. <laughs> and I remember, my gossip
0: journey.
1: <laughs> I remember hating that like gossip was how people bonded in middle school because I didn't like being mean to people behind other people's backs. Like I remember feeling just so horrible about it when that happened. Um, Just being an empathetic person, like, it was very, very difficult for me to participate in um, negative gossip. Paola was a very
0: evolved middle schooler. I wish I was as evolved in middle school. (laughs) I have to be quite honest with you guys. I was not. But moving on.
1: (laughs) But then in college, I remember gossiping, like, a lot about my fellow acting mates because I loved them all so much. And it was more, like positive or like kindly critical gossip like I I remember like turning to my you know roommates and being like I'm so excited for so-and-so to take this class like I think it's gonna really help them so much with this thing etc and like that's my favorite kind of gossip is talking about the ways that people can and will become better like I just like noticing people's like growing edges and like I I loved that and I was like oh this is the kind of gossiping that I like to do like this is still gossip, but it's not bad gossip. I feel like that's a
0: really good point to make because it really is like when we talked in the first study about all of the scientists arguing about what gossip is or isn't. Like I think mm-hmm. we would like colloquially wouldn't think of gossip as like, oh, this person would do really great in this. I'm excited for them to have this experience. Like I think right. we wouldn't technically categorize that into the realm of gossip because gossip, I would say, has like a negative connotation to it. But right. it just doesn't necessarily need to.
1: It doesn't have to, yeah. Well, and it's funny because I have friends that hate gossip and, like, preface every time they're going to talk about somebody. And they'll be like, okay, I'm going to gossip. And then they'll be like, so-and-so, like, went shopping for a ring for their partner. And I'm like, that's not bad. Like, you didn't have to preface that. (laughs) That didn't need the disclaimer. I was expecting you to go way more. I know. (laughs) And it always annoys me because it implies that gossiping is bad and like gossip itself is bad. And I just don't think so. Like, I think there's good ways to gossip and bad ways to gossip. And that's not to say that there is not like I think, you know, as you and I talk about this, like it's very
0: different than maybe some other ideas of gossip are like, like I. I'm going to move to the other end of the spectrum, which may be, like, the bad gossip, which I think so often Mm. in our culture is also, like, super glorified. Like, we feed into it. We love it. Like, so much meme
1: culture is Um, bad gossip. All reality television shows. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was
0: thinking. Like, I want to know, why do I like The Bachelor so much? Like, that that literally is a show only about gossip. There is nothing substantive that I'm watching.
1: (laughs) So, this is why... Um my partner and I watch Vanderpump Rules together and we like only watch it together because it is bonding for us to be able to talk about these characters the way that we talk about them and like sure a lot of the times we're analyzing what they're doing and it's very like interesting and positive gossip from like a like us learning perspective and other times it's just being like oh my god why is Kristen being such a bee like she doesn't need to be this way she's such a terrible person what an absolute psychopath and like like we can get that fill with people that we don't know but like those are still real people like at the end of the day right well so like I'm just gonna like move our like
0: gossip guilt aside for right now because I just I think yeah (laughs) like we can Give all these like disclaimers, but realistically, there is a thing like even when it is negative gossip, even when you're not contributing positively or collaboratively to the world, yeah. it's not neutral. Like there's a thing that we like about it, yeah. And I don't even understand. I don't even understand it. Like I generally consider myself to be a pretty like positive person. You but are. I will be honest. I very much so love watching like some some <laughs> some dirty reality TV show that is just. Like, like the yeah. circle I was really into for a while. It's this new Netflix yeah. show all about like social media. It's very gossipy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, sometimes I think like, I think about myself as a child and how I like would play. And I, I think about reality TV show and it's like almost like it's an organized dollhouse for grownups. ups. <laughs> Like we just get to like watch things play out in like this ridiculous dramatic fashion and just like really get into it and live into it without actually having to take on the risk
1: of like being involved yeah. in these like high drama situations. I and know. it's just variant entertaining. It's so fun. Yeah. I I I think that I would be really interested to see a study in which um there's a difference drawn between negative gossip and positive gossip and how it affects um like cooperative cooperativeness and like social circles um and community building like I just would be fascinated to see if there's a difference part Um, of my brain
0: almost doesn't think that it's always so cut and dry of like positive or negative either because I think sometimes Mm -hmm. like I guess the ideal way for a situation to go was even if it like blew up in a negative way where you know I'm thinking again reality show drama like there was shit talking there's this whole thing like it can be like a negative thing, but it can actually be getting to the root problem, which oh, is... interesting. Which is maybe how someone's behavior was or how someone made someone else feel. And so even though it's like negative gossip, like it can actually lead to maybe a necessary but scary and overwhelming blow up that can lead to behavioral change, right? Because we're so uncomfortable that we're we're having these pieces of our own behavior that are not yeah. desirable... Be brought to us in a really confrontational way that allows right. us to be like, "Oh wait, let me look at this and maybe change myself." A little yeah, bit, absolutely.
1: Um, this I, I'd love to move us into. Mac- macaroni, macaroni and cheese, and cheese. yay! Because I think we're edging into some of those conversations so macaroni and cheese taylor you want to introduce that segment
0: yeah this is a segment where we connect the study suggestions to the bigger picture
1: right and i and what you were just saying about gossip blowing up larger issues within a community honestly makes me think of like we're at the end of an election cycle right now um In New York City and it makes me think about politics and how like there's so many secrets in politics and when they come out like it can absolutely change the game of who we put in office and those secrets get passed around through gossip and the more people gossip Mm. about it the more people learn about it and the more it can literally change how our society functions. Oh
0: yeah that's why there's an entire like subculture and a whole area of study of public relations which is literally just grown-up gossip organizing (laughs) like that's that
1: is what public relations is wow that's so interesting i never thought about that like that yeah
0: but in it but it is exactly that because when you think about pr whether it's like a politician or a athlete or a company or a celebrity like it's really about like this is something a, an action or a thing that you're going to be criticized about or something that's going to be talked about in the media, we want to organize this message. We want to mm-hmm. organize how this this information is shared about you. Wow. Yeah.
1: So it's like public relations is teaching people what kind of gossip to perpetuate. Or how to, how to, how to let it yeah.
0: land or how to hit it, how to control it, how to yeah shape that gossip wow. narrative. I mean, I'm also not a public relations specialist or yeah. nor did I study it. So I'm kind of just generalizing Uh, from afar here, but that's, I guess, how I kind of am looking at it.
1: Young study buddies and, hey, old study buddies and medium study buddies all alike. If you are interested in gossip and you freaking love it, maybe you should look into a career in PR.
0: I feel like I know quite a lot of girls uh, from my undergrad years who were very into gossip and then have just seamlessly transitioned into marketing and PR, and it just makes (gasps) sense to me.
1: (laughs) Wow. That's so, so fascinating. That, wow, I, that's gonna make me look at the world differently. <laughs> Talk about macaroni and cheese, my friends. Oh my goodness.
0: Uh, well, I did also, you know, kind of going back to what we were saying about like it, there being a message to gossiping, like there being something that we take out of it. Like the study was really saying like we learn through gossip. And I think that that mm-hmm. can be, a beneficial thing for us as individuals like you were talking about almost like on a larger yeah. scale too but i just think as like a an individual person um gossip can help us like adhere to social norms more which is i know it's like a double-edged sword yeah. when you think about it because obviously if we adhere to social norms like there's like that bad like, social
1: norms ah. that exist Yeah. Right. Like
0: you don't want to be peer pressured into things that you don't want to do. You don't want to be overly self-conscious. You don't like the negative aspects of that are always going to be there. But then there's the positive Mm -hmm. aspects like the parts that shape us to be better versions of ourselves or to look at ourselves from another person's perspective because it's literally being gossiped to us how th- yeah. how these actions like end up affecting yeah. others. So, um I think it can probably shape us in helpful ways and help us learn in in good ways. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It um you know, something that we love here in our podcast is curiosity and I think if we approach gossip from a place of curiosity rather than a place of like reactivity that reflection of like, what's the social norm here? Do I agree with that social norm? What is being established in front of me right now? What are they talking about that I, what do I agree with? What I don't agree with, Um, rather than just jumping on the bandwagon for like that bonding aspect. Like, I think you can still bond with somebody that you disagree with. And I think, especially if you approach it from a place of curiosity, it can be really beneficial for, um, for the world in general, but also our communities. Yeah, like expanding your perspective. Yeah, exactly. I think it might it might honestly be the key um, here. I'm making big claims um that probably have this been we're going before, very like, macro here. Very macro. Absolutely. But I think curiosity about gossip Maybe the key to like living cohesively with people that you don't necessarily agree with it can be really, really helpful so
0: curiosity rather than criticism and condemnation yes,
1: which, oh a sea that we like and two seas we don't
0: yes and and one ocean that no I don't know is. <laughs> um but no i do I do think that that's something to kind of that's like never gonna hurt you to come to come at things with a sense of curiosity a sense of openness like it literally can only help you grow to take things in versus shutting them down and saying why they're wrong immediately
1: and bringing it to the thing that I always love to talk about which is gender my friends love some gender chat oh yes Paula,
0: please I would love to hear how you thought like gender mixed with the study
1: Okay, so stereotypically, straight boys don't talk to each other. Like, they hang out and they, like, play sports and, like, video games and stuff, but they don't really talk about their lives or anything that's happening in it. Sometimes they'll, like, talk about girls badly, but these are all stereotypes, okay? I know they're stereotypes. Straight boys out there, don't get mad at me if I'm saying things that aren't true about you because I know all of you don't do that. But um, I know, like, from my perspective, a lot of straight boys don't talk to each other, um, that they just, like, hang out together and talk about sports and stuff but not really their social circles um and so like that makes me wonder like do they gossip and then how does that affect their like affinity of each other and their loyalty and their actual like closeness and bonding like history i mean historically speaking and hopefully this isn't the continuous future but like straight men are generally the loneliest um demographic in the u.s at least Um, and so it makes me wonder, like, should straight boys gossip more?
0: Mm. I mean, that's a really interesting concept because I, I don't know if like we're, uh, I think there's a sense of like women being attuned to gossip more. That's like a, some, in some, on some level, like it has to be biological. I don't, I mean,
1: again, I'm I'm totally making these things up. Well, I think it's evolutionary because of what I originally said, which is like, it's the thing that has kept women safe for so long. Right.
0: But I would think that like evolution and biology are merged in some sense, like they mutually influence each other, and and also like culture too, like how like what becomes norm. So I don't I don't know if I would really be able to separate all of those pieces, but like for some reason it does seem like women are more apt to be talkative about things and men are less apt to talk about things, and I do think that that has to influence their social connections on some level. But, but then I, but then I think that it's not that, that like, as you had said, straight men, it's not like they don't have really like relationships with depth and meaning. It just might be that that meaning or depth comes from different places. places. I, you know, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. It makes me just wonder how it affects their sense of like, I don't know. I like their loyalty and like, true strong bond to another person like how like how does the bond shift if you aren't gossiping well i
0: also think it may be in a similar fashion it's like you may be more influenced by gossip because if there's less gossip overall happening like yeah one piece of information may have so much more weight to it if you're not gossiping in general so that means if like a guy does Mm -hmm. gossip with another guy like that thing that Mm -hmm. they're said they say carries a lot more in it than maybe it would in a different like social circle yeah. with di- different genders because there's just literally more gossip to kind of filter things through.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, 100%. I, well, it's funny when you say that. Cause like I, I, um, whenever I like my partner goes and he hangs out with like his straight guy friends and I come back and I'm like, what did you guys talk about? Like how, how is this? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. I didn't talk about that. Or I didn't talk about this. And I know that I was just like flabbergasted and be like, okay, did you have a good time? They're like, yeah, it was great. We had an awesome time. And I was like, okay, that's so confusing to me. But then like when, like when I come back and I'm like, what did you guys talk about? And he like says that they talked about like this particular thing with this particular person. And like, they like basically saying that they gossiped. I think to myself, oh, that's so nice. They're so much closer now. Like that's what my brain automatically says. But Mm. I know- that he might just be like, that's my friend. Just like that other person is my friend. <laughs> like, it doesn't change the relationship so much. But for me, it's huge. Yeah. I think it's it's hard to speculate. But I do
0: think that gender has yeah. some sort of impact on it because we do gossip it's differently. Just,
1: yeah. I'd, I'd just be so curious to, to see a study that talks about gender and gossip. Um,
0: there was one other... Major point. Well, I guess not major point, but macro idea. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of that. The study brought to my mind is is how we're more likely to gossip when there's missing information. Yeah. Um, and to me, that brought a couple things to my head. Like the first one of them being, like, how we disseminate information uh, in the media nowadays and how things are so, yeah. um, sort of like people are getting their information in a vacuum. It may be from one source or another source. It may be like certain news articles that are tailored, but I just, I do think that we do not always have all of the information, yeah. um, you know, in a political spectrum. And so like that leaves a lot of room for gossip because if we don't have the information, we turn to social Right. Uh, routes to to fill that Absolutely. in and to understand and to, to make meaning. And when we've learned in the study that those um, social connections, having that communication mm-hmm. leads to like a greater affinity for mm-hmm. someone and that when you have that affinity with someone, you tend to have similar beliefs. Like it just oh, makes, wow. I think, some of the politics and some of the, um, the polarization, it just puts a different lens yeah. on it because, because the importance of gossip when we don't have that same information. And I think that's so often. We most of the time are not fully educated on the things we're talking about. We get bits and pieces, whatever a story highlights or whatever a news cycle Mm -hmm. highlights. And then we're coming at these debates and like really complex topics with totally different information. And that's, I think, the root of a lot of these
1: issues is us gossiping to fill in what we don't know right right and gossiping from not necessarily a place of knowledge but from a place of like feeling and emotion which can take you on a whole different journey
0: absolutely and that's like a you know that's a macro macro like a large yeah large picture macro but there's also like i think that happens in our day-to-day lives too like absolutely i think about social media um Mm -hmm. we get these little blips of who the who people like who people in our lives are right you get you know the filtered photo of like their children like running down the street or something or you get like the like repeated selfies of some girl and you think like you make whatever perceptions about that person based on the things that they post but you're getting little snippets and you're gonna fill your the rest of the information that you have about that person you're gonna fill From other people that you talk with them about. So if they say something really positive, like, again, we only have selfies of this girl, right? But if I have a friend who's like, yeah, she just finished nursing school. She's been working really hard. You know, she had, like, a really tough year, but, like, good for her. I might be, like, I'm going to conceptualize that person differently. And then if they're like, yeah, no, I heard she, like, actually just got a DUI and she did. Right. Like, she's just, like, not really doing well. And honestly, most – both of those things could be true.
1: Could be true.
0: I could be getting yep. one piece of and I and it's totally shaping how I see that person because all I have are yep. these little incomplete pieces yeah. and I'm just filling it in with other rumors to make my conceptualization of someone, mm. which is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Social media's influence on gossip. Love to see that study too. We're just – gosh, we're just giving – you guys so much more research to do and I I can't wait to see what we it... say you guys like the listeners are like if you guys want to do it to start... please just go and do it <laughs> if we can encourage well, you... one to seven people to go into the social sciences research I would be I'd be the happiest kid on the planet
0: and I just the only thing I ask is that if you do do a study please recruit me because if it involves gaming and earning money I'm in
1: Well, you heard it here, my friends. Taylor's in. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for another week. An amazing discussion, Taylor. Thank you. Um, Of Study Buddies. And we'll see you again next Tuesday for another
0: epi. Thank you so much, Paola, for bringing us such a wonderful study. I am looking forward
1: to our next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. You can follow Study Buddies on Instagram at Study Buddies Podcast or send us an email at studybuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Study Buddies is created and produced by Paula Sanchez Abreu and Taylor Collins. Our podcast is edited by Renee Collette. Our music was composed by singer songwriter Caught in Between. Our graphics were designed by Monica Ray Summers Gonzalez. Our social media is run by Kieran Dio. Media photography by Sherry Lynn Photography.